got here. Literally, I Uber, not good. They, they changed their, um, at least on my phone, they changed how the app interface is. You can't tell where the car is anymore, and we got very confused. Um, so and where were we you coming here. from? We were li- just down the street at that sushi place. Okay. <laughs> like, we were down the street, and it took this long to get here, which is not, a, that does not bode well for the Uber of the future. I thought maybe you might have gotten caught in that. Tonight's the, for those listening in the future, tonight's the night before Thanksgiving, the worst travel day of the year. Oh, not, I, you know what? I didn't factor that in. I apologize, Uber. <laughs> <laughs> That's my fault. I, uh, well, it's normally yeah. not bad going down the street. You Literally should be able to get down, down the street. The street. Uh, now, have we met before, Lucas? I we ha- I don't think we... If we've met before, it was a long time ago, and it was at the pit, and because I was a student of Ali Faranaki. Right, but I you probably wouldn't remember. I mean, oh, I, I think I did... I was at the pit once, like... 20 years ago, maybe, or something before like that. Bef- well, well before the pit was, was built. Yeah, well, I mean, it was, built- I mean, I was, I've, I've known Ali since uh, way well, before I met him. Well, since well before, but uh, no, I, I, I think I've only been out there once, maybe twice. Uh, so I doubt we met there, so we probably haven't met. So nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well. Uh, how long, see, I, know I, I, I gather a small sense, you, we were at the pit, so how long have you been doing improv, basically? <clears throat> um, April of '09 is when I took my first class with in, Ali. In Ali in New York? Yeah. All right. It was his uh, writing for SNL class. It was the first class that I took, uh, which wasn't an improv class. That was a writing class. Right. But he, in in between, I'd before that I had done like. With like you know how they have like the drop-in classes. A friend of mine brought me to a drop-in class at the Magnet uh, Theater right. in New York, and where we did a bunch of like the games of zip zap zop and whatever. And in during one of the breaks, in between like sketches, Ollie was like, "So, what is there anything that you guys want to do?" And I like jokingly was like, "Well, we can play zip zap zap." And he was like, "Oh, you do improv? You know, we teach classes here." And I thought what he was doing. Was he saw something in me naturally and was like, oh, and then I got to know him and he was just upselling me. He just, right. he just wanted some classes. <laughs> and I was like, fuck this guy. <laughs> Made me feel special. And he's just like, no, you do that to everybody. <laughs> yeah, what a horrible trait to make everyone feel special. <laughs> I, well, okay. No, well, in some ways, that's a, he's very political. You know him. He's a, a great politician. That's all. No, he's, he's a great teller, but I, mean, I also know him to the degree, yeah. I would absolutely believe, yeah, he's trying to upsell you. Oh, yeah. But I, I also believe, knowing him, that he also, like, automatically believes in you. Because he believes in everybody. He does. Uh, and he was definitely right to have done that about me. There were a lot of stinkers in that class. A lot of people that didn't have talent. And he isolated me. He's smart. <laughs> it sounded like Trump there for a second. That's what I was doing. <laughs> I'm just, uh, I'm obs- I've been obsessed. This last two weeks have been horrifying. So can I'm- you do Trump? Can you do the voice? I thought you just said I did a good one. Uh, I heard that is that's good. I I I haven't had a time. To, I haven't bothered to like sit down and figure out where that voice is because so many people can do it. I'm like, oh, this has got to be a, a, a voice you just find in your somewhere in your palate or whatever, and then do it. Uh, I just, I just don't have it yet. How do you do it? How do you do Trump? What's the trick? <laughs> Well, the trick is to steal from the imitators. Oh yeah, of the guy. So what's make it? I, I like I like I know like I guess Fallon does a good Trump. Sounds Fallon like Fallon does a decent one. Anthony Atamanik, I think, does the best one. Um, what's he, the vocal trait that I I need to learn? It's have you done any? Have you spent any time in like Queens and and Brooklyn? Because there's like a kind of. It's like a Brooklynese. It's a Brooklynese. It's very Mel Blanc esque. We're getting real deep into voices. <laughs> um, he just has this kind of like. Uh, that's that's where that's uh, the, the, the base of his uh, voice is just like as if a kid as a kid, his he was surrounded by the help. Right. And was just told if you ever have to communicate to the help, just be like. Uh, uh, and from there, you just uh, add consonants. So like. What's your favorite kind of food? Pizza. 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 I like 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 cake. I like pizza. I like cake. I like the best. 
very robust flavors. I don't know. He just is very full, very, very robust, very good here. flavors. <laughs> Only the best. And I notice he does. He always does the okay. He tells you everything's gonna be okay. <laughs> he tells you it's gonna be okay. You don't believe him, but you kind of do at the same time. I always got a kick out of like, because I, I, there are people who just like really like. I was never someone to do I- imitations, because uh, when I was coming through, I was like, "Well, that's dumb." Uh, and and then of course, and, and of course, like I just so I, I didn't bother. I have some vocal skill, but I'm just like, "Oh, why? Why, why would I do that?" It just it just you know can make you a lot of money. That's all. It's if you can learn to imitate other people. Sure. Uh, but I, I always got a kick out of small things that I did pick up along the way, just like, you know, uh, back in like the 80s, like, you know, Reagan was up here. Yeah. And he's very close to Jack. It's like, it's like the voices slide into each other. If you start with one voice, you can get to the other voices. I never realized that. I, what if Jack Nicholson is just doing Ronald Reagan. <laughs> like, he saw a bunch of the old 30s movies and was like, hey, that guy's good. Uh, yeah, he's, he's... That was probably what's been going on with Jack Nicholson his whole, his whole, his whole career. And then, by extension, Christian Slater, because he just does a Jack. Right. We all have to do... I mean, everyone who's seen The Shining does Jack Nicholson. Everyone does the line. Right, he's pretty easy. He's one of the best. Jack's pretty easy. Um... Is that something you do a lot? Do you do imitations or stuff like that? Um, I would say I do impressions, not imitations, because imitation suggests you got it. Impressions just like I got close. I got I got an impression, but uh, but I any time that I heard a voice um, in a movie, I would try it. I mean, I'm and I'm an amalgam. Of, this is weird because no one knows who I am yet. Like I'm a nobody, but I am a somebody at the same time. Is that does that make sense? You know what I mean? Sure. You, you, Look, you're talking to a you, crazy person who's had booze and a manic Uber experience. What I have noticed is I just steal from so many different voices and people that oh, it's yeah. made this weird thing that I am. I don't know. But I think that, I think we're all kind of that, and especially like performers and improvisers. Because uh, to me, I steal from, like basically, I, I don't steal like lines and shit like that. But if I see a performer who does something well, I'm like, how do I make that part of me? Oh, of course. And then once you do that, it's like, it's you doing them, but now it's different. Now it's, it's something new. Um, Hank Azaria has one of the best quotes about that. Where he was like, every great voice you know from The Simpsons that I've done is me failing to do an impression. So my original characters are me failing to be a person. His, his failure to do Edward G. Robinson is the chief, Wiggum. Right. His failure to do a spot-on <laughs> Kennedy is the mayor. So right. all these failed impressions become this brand new beautiful thing. And it's in a weird way, when I heard that, I was like, oh, the way that you fail is super unique. So who you are is how much you are not everybody else. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, can I just say something? I have a Facebook page. And on that Facebook page, on the about section, you you can have like shitty quotes. Like, Well, let me rephrase that. Because the quotes are amazing. The, the fact that we put, there's a section for quotes is shitty. Like, okay, that's dumb. All right. <laughs> you are one of the quotes that I have in there because you have a quote about improv where you said, if you want to be a more interesting improviser, be a more interesting person. Do you remember saying that? I don't yeah. know what the context. That has, I have lived by that. Oh, that, yeah. Like, just, I've so made you're... myself a more interesting person so I could be a more in- interesting improviser. I just strikes me as a truism. Yeah, I did. I would like to be more interesting than be more interesting. Be more interesting. I agree. Yeah, I've always thought like most improv questions have the answer contained within the question. How do you play more characters? Play more characters. Yeah. Most of them. I mean, but all. Wait, wait. Ask more questions. I want to play this game. (laughs) (laughs) That's super easy. (laughs) Ask another question so I can answer it. How do I listen better? Listen better. There you go. 
But that, it's funny to me because so often players walk around with like, oh, how do I do this? How do I do this? And it's like you do it. You just do and, it. And, and, and you do more of it until you get better at it. That's how, that's how you do it. Yeah. There's no real trick to it. An Uber driver today asked me, how do I break into the business? And I literally said to him, you break into the business. And he was like, fuck you. And I was like, <laughs> fuck me. And he was that the fuck the two fuck yous didn't happen. But I I explained to him like I can't give you that answer because I broke into what I broke into because that's the only part of it that I could break into. So I can't give you that answer. Just break into the part you can break into. It's funny because like back, I think for for me I'm like I'm 50 now, and when I was coming, no. yes, uh, and when I was coming through, I was sort of the tail end of the time when you just. Put up the best work you could, and you hope you caught a break. Uh, but that moved into like the current time, which is you don't need. Now it's just like no, you make your break. Now you just you make shit, yeah, and you get it out there. Uh, and in doing that, you start creating product, and all kinds of opportunities, you know, become available to you. Uh, but it's, it's still, still, I think it holds true. Just do what you do best, and do a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't need to wait for a break. You don't need to to break in. You just you're sort of already in. It's just you're low on the ladder to start, but you're in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so how long have you been out in L.A.? So you start in New York. When did you make the move to L.A.? I moved here uh, last September. So, so you've only been here a year. I've only been here uh, like a year and two months. I moved here for the... <clears throat> This is for you, Fern Orenstein. Uh, I moved here for the uh, 2016 and uh, oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry, I blew that line. Take it over. Um, I moved here for the um, 2016 CBS Showcase. All right, I think I did that back in 2012 or something like that. You did the CBS. I wasn't showcase? in it. I was. I, I had a. I had a student. Uh, former student Victor Lopez, okay. who got in it, and he just wanted me to write some stuff for him. So he brought me on as a just a writer to go in and hang out and write stuff for him. No shit. Yeah, uh, and I wound up, you know, it was it was interesting. The uh, the whole thing. It was a, it was a good crew. They made some real good people in there. I think. Uh, what, what's her name? She's on SNL now. Kate McKinnon. Yeah, she was in that cast. I love her so much. Uh, yeah, she was. She was. You could tell her out. I mean, she could tell she was solid across the board. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that was an interesting. I I shouldn't talk about the CBS Diversity Showcase. Why not? Uh, let's just say, let's just say it was an interesting experience. Uh, I got some things in, mm-hmm. uh, so you know it was all good fun. Well, I would say that the CBS Showcase is the greatest showcase in the world. <laughs> And the Columbia Broadcasting System is the best network on the history of networks. <laughs> and they know exactly what they're doing. And God bless CBS. God bless CBS. Without which I would still be the crackhead that I was born to be in New York City. And now I get to play one on TV. <laughs> I, love, I love the CBS showcase. What I love so much about it specifically is it? It's a. It's a very manic and crazy uh, uh, process, but that's because network television is a manic, crazy process, and it actually teaches you how to deal with the insanity of quick changes, quick notes, cameras have to move. It's. I don't. A TV network television is insane. And so you need insane people to teach you how to think like an insane person to be able to deal with insane people because well, it's they, not normal. They got those. Oh, they, they definitely do. And I'm not exactly, you know, a, a, a sane human being. I'm wearing a goddamn Joker shirt and I'm clearly insane. You can hear by all of the inflections. So you moved out for the CBS Diversity mm-hmm. Showcase. Uh, have you done any improv out here? How, how far did you get in New York before you moved out here? In terms like, of improv? Were, yeah, were you, doing, were you on teams? Were you playing anywhere? Um, well, I took, I started taking classes at the People's Improv Theater. Um, I went through their whole program. Um, then I started taking classes at the UCB Theater. I went through their whole program. I 
got onto a team at the pit. I did not get onto ten teams at UCB. <laughs> um, I didn't get onto a bunch of teams there. Um, and then at the pit, I was on like I don't know a bunch of house teams, and then started demanded that I could teach a scene work class. This is how big an asshole I am. I didn't say, can I teach level one? I was like, no, level two. I want to start off teaching scene work. I didn't want to teach the long form part. I didn't want to teach the Herald because I didn't care. I just wanted to teach scenes. I'm setting myself up for failure later when we do these scenes, by the way. <laughs> but I just wanted to teach. Uh, and then I, I taught like about five classes and stopped because I was like, ugh, I don't want to do this anymore. And then I, uh, I moved out. All right. What turned you off to teaching? Um, I feel like what turned me off was, imagine being a king whose subjects just were like, no, we're not listening to that law. That's not a good law. And I was like, but I'm the king. I, I gave you a decree. That's, you're supposed to do what I said. Why aren't you just doing what I say? So I was just like, I abdicate. I don't want to be the king anymore. It's a lot of work. Teaching is hard. It's hard, hard to teach yeah, well, people. Yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's, it's a completely different craft. It absolutely and I think is. Going into it thinking you're the king is probably not a great idea. That's <laughs> <laughs> If you if if you if if you enjoy quotes uh, of mine, Ooh. Uh, one of the things I've always said, as far as teaching, uh, is the teacher's passion should be more for his student than for his own work. That's why I failed as a teacher. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, like, if you go like, I'm the king. Here are my orders. Uh, I thought I was being modest. I could have said I was the emperor. <laughs> yes, I'm the Lord High Hegemon. Yes. Uh, no, I mean, because it, it, it's a different thing. I remember when, when I started teaching, I was, I probably did something similar to that. It was just more like, it was more about how much I thought I knew than it was about, all right, let's let go of that and look at the person in front of me and what's the best thing I can do for them right now. Uh and that takes that took me a long time, sure, to, to get to, uh, because now I am the king of teachers. I I the believe king. that. You know, there can be more than one king. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Europe. A lot of kings. 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 So you you move, are, are you doing anything out here now, as far as improv? Um. In terms of, I'm I'm not like on any teams, but I did do a political show that was like half debate, half improv that I had done in New York at the pit for like four years. Um, we started doing the show in the lead up to 2012, and then we did it, and then four years later we did it for this year. But other than that, no, I haven't really, I mean, maybe a one-off at like... I did a couple one-man improv things at, um, like, a show at I.O. or What's that ruckus in the crowd? Yeah! yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, um... <clears throat> but, yeah, just, uh... I've been more, uh... Do, I've been... I mean, I'm lucky, but I've been preoccupied more with, uh, just television shows lately. and doing a bunch of, like, um spots on shows and writing a show so i haven't really had a lot of time to do improv so your your improv is suffering due to your success um my improv is like the smirking devil that says i'll let the angel get its time but when the angel is on camera i'll slide the angel out <laughs> and make shit up as i go along um because there's always you do like what? Every uh, network TV, you do 10 fucking takes of the same goddamn action. There's always an opportunity to add a new joke, to add a new action. And that all comes from improv training. Just like in that moment, you go, no, I would do this thing right now. So improv always has its way. It's just you got to fit it into a scripted, accepted kind of moment. You see, you, you see, Lucas, I am not... 
in any way inhibited by success. <laughs> I'm able to concentrate fully on this on this on this craft that <laughs> that will one day dig me a shallow hole that I might lie in. Uh <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <clears throat> yes. But perchance <laughs> I, the grave digger, can shovel upon the heaps of mud and loam to bury you deep into <laughs> your grave. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I was just Thanks for Kelsey showing Grammer. up at the end of my life to throw dirt on me. Hey, <laughs> someone's got to bury. Yeah. Someone's got to cover me up. Someone's got to bury the lead. Oh, zing. Hey, delete the <laughs> Uh So you just, what are you doing now on TV? Um, as of today, I just, I, I, so because of the showcase, I, Got one of those old school golden age of Hollywood holding deals where the network owns you and goes out of their way to put you in different shows. I've been very lucky so far to have appeared in a couple of programs. Um, programs, not pogroms. I didn't murder any Jews in Russia. Not yet. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Programs. Um, so I did. I was. I did a Life in Pieces episode. I just shot a Two Broke Girls on Monday. I'm doing a um, Superior Donuts. I think Dan mentioned that the uh, the Life in Pieces thing. Back it all. Yes. Yeah, I play did with you him. Enjoy my work. Uh, I, I I was trying to remember like the last time we we played here on Saturday, and we were talking about. I think he mentioned that one of the guys on set was going to be here. Uh, that, I mean, that someone he had worked with on set was going to be here. So yeah, he. Oh, I didn't work with him on set, but he. He might have seen you. I'm sure. I I hope he did. Uh, he's. Of course, he saw you. Good. <laughs> <laughs> he recognized the king when he entered the room. Thank goodness. <laughs> if he didn't know me, then the kingdom wasn't doing its job. But that's great. You're getting work on Thanks. TV. Uh, and it sounds like a bit of it, right? Not just like one thing. It's a bunch. It's a, well, it's a bunch of stuff because I, I think the CBS brass is like, oh, let's get him, him some reps because uh, reps as in repetitions, not reps as in representation. I already have that. <laughs> reps is in repetitions, if yeah. you know. Did you and anyone here in the audience do CrossFit? I'm just kidding. Um, just because I'm, I am actually preparing as of today to, I'm creating my own program. Program. I'm creating my own uh, a program. Uh, and so I think CBS just is like, well, let's get him as many fucking reps so he can understand what he's getting himself into. And I've been very thankful for that because um, I learned I'm actually a better learner than a teacher. Right? That's a good thing to know. <laughs> All right. For those of you at home, well, congratulations. we just did a full circle gesture. <laughs> yes, and on that full circle, are there any questions out there oh, for Lucas? Questions. So many hands have been raised for those of you at home. Where to begin? Yes, sir. Um, so for your show, did you uh, just decide, oh, I'm going to mine my own personal experiences for this? Or uh, was there something that you sat down and said, oh, I really want to write a show about this that's not necessarily in my own realm? Um, well, I met with, I was teamed up with a producer and we just had like a general meeting. And in the general meeting, I was asked the general questions of what kind of stuff are you interested in doing? And at that time, I had kind of pitched the idea of, I've always been fascinated by like all the next door neighbor characters um, who do walk-ins and are like, you know, get that big laugh. And I was like, well, where do they go when they leave? <laughs> like, let's follow that guy. Cause I don't give a shit about the family. I want to see that guy. 
And so when I when I told that to this producer, that triggered a bunch of things in his head, and then he pitched that back to me, and I was like, oh yeah, and that would work in this way, and then you just do the puzzling, and you put the puzzle pieces together. Um, but I would say that you ha uh, that could only that perspective is mine. So whatever your whatever your perspective is, that's your starting point, and then you just add to it by whatever the fuck you lived through. You know, if you're an interesting person, you'll be a more interesting <laughs> showman. Yes, I see what you did there with my quote. Yes, Thank all right. you, Miles. Well played, sir. Uh, all right, anything else? I see three hands in the back. I mean, how am I going to choose between these three hands? <laughs> you have a question, sir. What's your question? Well, your, I guess your voice, I've been just thinking, like, listening to it. I was like, do you do much voice acting? Or is that something you've considered? Uh, it's, uh, it's not really something I've considered in the sense of like, I'd like to do voiceover. But it's something that a many a voiceover agent has said, hey, do you do voiceovers? And I go, I'll do them. I haven't booked anything. I'll tell you, you know what? That reminds me of a story. Can I, do I have time for a little quick little yeah. story? Absolutely. Little quick little story. In New York, um, SNY, which was a, a network, Sports New York, I think it was SNY 1, had this stupid commercial where these cakes were anthropomorphized. And I got through three fucking stages of the black basketball player cake. And it was a bunch of like, hey man, you watching Sports Network. And just, just the dumbest, most degrading black voice. And I kept giving them, hey man, you watching Sports Network. Don't dribble that dial, you watching Sports Network. Hey man, why don't you take a shot and then watch Sports Network. And they were like, yes, yes, yes. And then they gave it to my white friend. And I was like, fuck voice over acting. <laughs> All right. Well, on that note, let's do, let's do a set. Let's have sure. some fun. We're four scenes into this. No. Uh, All right, fuck a suggestion. We hit it, baby. <laughs> that was great advice. So when I go in there, I just do. I just. I just play with whatever they no, tell me. When you walk in. Okay. Call them headphones, they'll throw you out on your ear. <laughs> Call them cans. When they tell you we want this, you say, No. <laughs> no, you don't want that. You want what I am going to give you. So when I go in there, yes. I refer to headphones as cans. Yes, but don't say don't just say cans. Don't say headphones. So I go, where are the cans? Ah, yes, sir. Right over there. And then I say, what do you want from me? They're going to go, yada, yada, yada. I go, no, you don't want yada, yada, yada. You want what I give you. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what you should do. And I'm going to go right in there and do exactly what you say. Oh. Where are the cans? Yada, yada, yada. Fuck you. I'm going to give you. I'll just let myself go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you done? Yeah, it was a quick audition. Must be my turn. <laughs>
I know. Because right. I'm sorry. Fuck your cancer from that. You got to talk about this beat of baby. That means I have cancer. If you said fuck your cancer, that means I have cancer.
Beach on Fiji? Yes. Oh, yes, Fiji. Nothing says spring like a beach. <laughs> yes, yes. We'll need lots of money. Oh, I have that in spades. Well, then, yes, we will, we will definitely be going to Fiji. Yes, we're going to Fiji. Have you invested in spades? In spades? Yes. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. You know who I am, right? I'm Archibald Beauregard, the finest slave owner in all of Virginia. <laughs> oh, did I hear someone disagree with that choice? <laughs> finest spades in all the land. They work diligently. They work real hard. And I'll tell you this. Because of them, I was going to have one of the greatest weddings of all time. My brother's plantation went under because he freed them. <laughs> so a beach. A beach! <laughs> <laughs> You are more than just me. I'm not enough for you. Song choices. <laughs> what do you want from me? Gosh, why are boys so confusing? Just communicate with me. What do you want? I want my dick sucked. That's what I want. Oh, I wish you had said that. <laughs> I went through all this trouble, and all you want is a Does your name appear here? 
<laughs> in the final square. Is it the final square? That means uh, this would be the last dick you ever suck. Oh! <laughs> Pardon me. <clears throat> uh, beep boop boop beep boop beep boop beep boop boop. That's not the sound the phone makes. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Staples, I need more paper. <laughs> paper, you got it. You got it. Hey, Lou. Lou. Yeah? yeah. What's up, man? The, the guy up in the penthouse, he wants more paper again. Motherfucker, how many dicks he gonna suck, <laughs> man? Hey, hey, hey. That guy's paying for my kid's braces, all right? You go that shit ain't connected, is it? <laughs> the braces and the dick sucking ain't connected. No! We sell him a shit ton of paper. I make money off that. Alright. That enables me to pay you to do your fucking job. Like hey, don't. Paper. Hey, man. Don't talk down to me like that. <laughs> I, I'm your boss. <laughs> I'm telling you to do something and you're talking about dick sucking. We all know that we all getting paid because he getting laid. Now, all I'm saying to you is this. Don't talk down to me just because you pay me money. That don't entitle you to talk down to me, okay, man? I'm a man. I got kids of my own, okay? I believe in America. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. All right. <laughs> I was going to get the Exactly what's going on with the lymphoma. I thought it went away. I thought I laughed it away. <laughs> uh, to tell you that it didn't. <laughs> or, before I tell you that it didn't. What the fuck are you doing? What happened? Okay, I'll be honest. I took a Bob Fosse seminar. <laughs> Permit me, I want to merge my telling you that you're going to die. All right, uh, no, uh, no, no, too late, you just did. <laughs> they are now, they are now completely separate. I'm going to die. Are you, are you trying to wear my x-ray like a hat? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Look, look, I don't know what's worse. The fact that I'm going to die from this cancer or what you're doing to Fosse. <laughs> Meanwhile, at Fosse's grave. <laughs> <laughs>
Go. I'm sorry. I'm sorry I said those things. Uh, come on, but you put $500 in here, man. Yeah. I, what? <laughs> you meant to put $500 in here, right, Carl? No. Kids? It looks like my wallet, too. What? Ah, fuck. <laughs> Carl. Fine. This your ID. Alright, that's my wallet. I Motherfucker. Gave, I gave you the wrong wallet. You gave me the wrong... How much money you put in my wallet, then? It's your wallet. It's just empty, nigga. You ain't putting out any out. You lying ass motherfucker. I'm just giving it back. Alright? I didn't I didn't take your wallet to put money in it. That's not why people do that. <laughs> I took it. I took it to steal from you, but there was nothing in there, so I, I'm giving it back and I'm apologizing. Cause I got cancer and I'm gonna die. I'm trying to make things right my way before I go. Alright? Go get me another ream of paper for this fucking cocksucker up there. Yeah, jeez, man. Get another order. Hey, Smooth! Oh, fuck. Nothing. Yeah, alright, Dad. Uh, I'd like to speak. 
I'd, I'd like to go in and speak to God. <laughs> He's writing They got you working out here. Right? I don't like it. Well, you did a lot of good stuff. My favorite line of all time, there's two of them. One is from Gloria. The boy just wanted to find himself some shoes. But the real good line was from Miss Davis. All right, I'm just going to go No, in. wait, wait. This is a good line. It's a good line. It's a good line. It's a good line. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi. Hi, I'm God. I'm a big child just playing with toys. <laughs> Look, I I guess I beat death in chess, and now I'm death. Oh. And I don't want to beat death. And I, I tried to kill Satan, mm-hmm. but he says I can't because I, that's against the rules. It is. Sorry. But can't you just make, aren't you, don't you make up the rules? <laughs> Jeez, you know, I do make up the rules, but because I'm a child, I don't even know my own logic. So I can't even make up my own rules to go up against my own rules. I just do whatever I want to do. Are you saying you can't do anything that contradicts your own power? I guess you could say I'm growing up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I made a choice. I made a choice. I made a choice. Oh, the hell is happening? I made a choice. No! No! I made a choice. You did not grow up to be this! I made a choice. When I was a kid, I said to myself, I'm going to be the president one day. And everyone laughed at me. You all laughed. You all laughed. You're laughing now. Now I'm glad. 